to promote my new flower shop. I had one place print my business cards, another print my brochures, and a third, my signs. Now my roses aren't red, my violets aren't blue, my geraniums look dead, and I don't know what to do. Staples can help your business stand out with signs, banners, and brochures that are a true reflection of your company. And now with Staples, spend $50 or more on print and marketing services and get $5 off your next in-store purchase. Now my business is blossoming and I'm spending less green. Exclusions apply. In-store only. And 623-18. I'm right here. Of course you are. Almost almost sitting on the beach. Almost. Well, at least we know where to find you. Yes. On this beautiful day the Big Boy upstairs gave us, man. What's good? What's going on? How you doing? It's going good. So far so good. It's always so far so good, you know? How what is your thing that says I'm too blessed to be stressed. Too blessed to be stressed, yes. There you go. So I think that we're going to both get blessed today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. And I just so I just want to let you know one thing. I do have more than two friends, you know. You, you, you think I only have you and Sonny as friends, but I have more than two of you. Well, yeah, well, if you count yourself, that's three. But go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, go, go ahead and dog. introduce, I guess. Sonny's dog named Lola is my other friend. Well, I said you had three. You know, I was, I was yeah, there you go. Getting fair. Three plus me. <laughs> you know, we have an interesting guest today. I just want to make sure. Lorna, are you with us? I am. Oh, wonderful. That's wonderful. I apologize for Matthew Lorna. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Lorna, uh, he does uh, that every week. He apologizes for me. Oh, that kind he of thing. He thinks he's my father or something, yeah. <laughs> No, that's 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 because for anything you say or do later on in the show, they won't get angry because yeah, I forewarned them. Well, like that's that. right. Because you do not know what is going to get said, but we will definitely <laughs> treat you with respect. 
we always treat our guests with respect, but not necessarily Lamont. I understand. So, yes. Well, listen, uh, Lorna, I want to introduce you very briefly, and then we can get started because I know there are a lot of people who've got questions, and I do, and I'm very interested in this topic today. So just let me tell the people who are listening just a little bit about you, and then we will jump right into this. Today okay. we have uh, Lorna Adams, and she sent me quite a bit of information with her, but I just want you to know that Lorna really started communicating with spirit guides when she was about 14 years old and got, I guess, in a, in a meant-to-be kind of way, um, she found a mentor who helped her deal with that and began to develop what's called automatic writing. And then she began to develop more of an ability to deal with her spirit guides. And in an interesting kind of way, Lorna then, after college, went into broadcasting and spent 20 years on the radio in uh, three different places, including L.A., Houston, and Atlanta, and then finally came back. Well, I don't know if you originated in New Mexico, but now she lives in Las Cruces, New Mexico, and has been doing readings there for over a decade and helps people um, get in touch with their spirit guides, but also um, uh, it sounds like other kinds of ways of communicating in what we've come to call a non-ordinary way. So, Lorna, we're very happy to have you, and thank you so much for taking some time out on your Sunday afternoon to be with us. Absolutely. My pleasure. So we have a lot of questions. I just want to see if, uh, Lamont, are you ready? Would you have a question you want to start with, or, or I can do it? And I know we have people on the line who are going to want to talk to her also. No, go ahead. I'll let you go first. Okay. Lorna, I have a question. I, I always want to ask somebody who's psychic, and um, since you said feel free to ask anything you like, nothing is off limits. Mm-hmm. I want to know how you can tell a bad psychic from a good one. Mm. Well, People ask me that question a lot. Yeah, there there are quite a few ways that you can vet them. Um, and um, it always amazes me that actually people tell me that the uh, big scam artists are still around. So mm-hmm. um, if you're shopping around for a psychic or you want to go see a psychic, um, I'm always about uh, being um, as clear as possible about everything. Um, that is my prices, how I work, why I do this work. So you should, I believe, be able to ask the psychic any questions about the work that they do. Mm-hmm. I don't think that anything should be um, off limits. Um, so if you get sketchy uh, feelings or sketchy answers from the psychic, I always suggest that people run, especially about price. If the price is not clear or sort of all over the place, that also is should be a red flag um, because I charge for, you know, specific time amounts. Um, and so everything should be very clear and upfront. So that's how I try to be in my communication with uh, potential clients and current clients also. 
Is it? I I would think it would be. I think you're you're also kind of saying this is important to ask them about their training, their background, things like that. Absolutely right, because there are no, you know, degrees in. Well, I mean, there are certain metaphysical degrees, but you certainly don't need one to hang out your shingle and say you're a psychic. So that's where it gets a little, you know, can get a little um, flaky. I mean, anybody can claim. Um, that they're a psychic, especially the, um, they still have them, the 800 numbers for psychics, yeah. and they charge by the minute. You really do get what you pay for, but people like that that have those, I this is just my opinion, that have those sorts of call centers where they have psychics taking calls, that to me is um, really just sort of pandering to the instant gratification of people freaking out about something, uh, I think it's sort of taking advantage of that. So that's just mm-hmm. not for me. Here's a super intelligent question for you, Lorna. <laughs> how, how can somebody truly tell if somebody's psychic? It's, like you said, there's people out there that claiming that they are, but how would a person really tell if they are? Well, if you... If you're shopping around for a psychic, um, I always tell people to listen to their gut feeling. You know, we're all born with that inner guidance system. And um, you can call them or email them. You can see what their responses are. They might have videos up on YouTube. There are a lot of um, psychics and astrologers on YouTube. And if you just sort of feel drawn to that person, Um, It really can be that easy, you know, if they sort of resonate with you, if you like how they sound or what they say, if they have a decent website and those sorts of things. To me, me, I like to be as professional as possible uh, because it is my business. So, uh, and a lot of people in this business just are not. So listen to your gut is my answer. Okay. Matt? Matthew, is that you breathing yeah. in the phone? No. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't breathe on Sundays. <laughs> okay. Sunday's not my day to breathe. So uh, a, a, a quick question I have, Lorna. Do you ever tell uh, people negative events that are about to happen for them? Um. Well, what I do the is information um, that I pa- would consider negative in a reading. Right. Um, I pass on uh, the information that I get from their spirit guides. So I'm just the middleman. So my work does not include any dealing with any dark energies, with any spells, any of that sort of those sorts of energies. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what you are considering bad. I I actually did hear from one client that this one psychic told her when she was going to die. Um, I don't work that way. That has never come up for me ever. Um, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a quick example. Okay. It's sort of related to this. I had a client once I was working with who told me a dream that she had, and I had a very clear. Uh, take on that dream that the dream was telling her that she was going to die soon mm-hmm. and I did not tell her that I was not just didn't feel at that moment this was maybe 20 years ago 
that I, that was appropriate. But she died three three uh, months later, and I've wow. often wondered, you know, what other people might do. And I'm wondering if you ever get that sense about somebody that they're ready to make their transition, pass over, whatever you call it. Do, I is do. that something you get that sense? And what what do you do with that information? I do. I get that. I get that. I can pick it up from people um, who are sick and not headed to a good place who are like really sick. And I also get it from animals that are um, sick or getting ready to check out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always refer if if my guides give me a heavy piece of information, um, I really you know in my mind very quickly because they communicate extremely fast. I'll ask them maybe two or three times. Did I get? Do you really want me to pass this on? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'll run it by them. Uh, so it is—it's their decision, you know. I just have learned from doing this for so long to really trust um, that information. Uh, and it's hard sometimes. It's hard telling people, you know, things that they may not want to hear. Um, yes. It is difficult. It's not, you know, people think it's like, oh, yay, you know, and. It's, and a lot of it is of being of service, but a lot of it's really hard, you know. But you're either I, you know, for me, I'm either going to do it or I'm not. So, yeah, that's that's a tough situation. So I always defer to my guides and see what they say. Lorna, so when, when you speak come, of your, look, I'm sorry, ahead. Matt. Go ahead, Lorna. Uh, Lorna when that's you right, speak of your guide, <laughs> when you speak of your guides, Lorna, who are you referring to? Um, we all have spirit guides. And spirit, we have seven to eight at any one time, and spirit guides always have our highest good in mind. And spirit guides are entities that are on the other side. I believe that we all come from the same place and return to the same place. And spirit guides are are entities that have had physical lives. They've had physical bodies, and they decide this time to uh, stay on the other side and, um, you know, be that be that guidance system for us. So there's all different degrees of involvement with your spirit guides. I find that most people, if not all people I speak with, are aware of them. They're just not sure what to call it or them, that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they choose you? Do, do they make do they choose who they're going to attach themselves to? Um, my experience is that many times, most of the time, guides are – um, people that we have had lifetimes with, um, uh, many other lifetimes with, and so we've been around okay. and around together. Um, you know, sometimes people think that spirit guides are just a bunch of dead people that they knew, you know, um, and sometimes they can be. I know my dad is one of my guides, but um, sort of, you know, he's kind of way back in the line is how they describe it, you know. I know he's there, but the other guides are sort of, uh, take precedence over him. Do these guides come in different levels of of uh, wisdom, abilities, uh, insight, or do they pretty much all have access to the same information? Um, well, yes, on both. They do all have access to the same information, but like us, they are, and that's a really good way of putting it, they, they are all on different levels, um, uh, sort of like us. Um, I wouldn't know, I'm not a physics professor, but I have access to that information of physics, but I don't understand it. So there are different levels, but they do have, the thing that they have that we don't have down here 
is, <clears throat> excuse me, down here we have a bit of tunnel vision. And guides mm-hmm. and people, our loved ones who've passed, they get the whole big picture. They get, they get to see it from beginning to middle to end. And we down here so many times with situations, relationships, are left in the dark. And it can be frustrating and scary and anxiety-producing and all of those things. So that's why I think a lot of, you know, those on the other side don't have any of those feelings. Mm. At least the ones I've spoken to. So if everybody has spirit guides, which is what you just said, I think, Mm -hmm. that must mean that a lot of people are not paying attention. Meaning there's a lot of people out there up there who are waiting to communicate and are not being used. Right, because the umbrella that is over all of us is free will. And because of that free will, uh, spirit guides will sometimes tap us on the shoulder. Um, Mm -hmm. Spirit speaks many times through other people. As an example, if three different people have told you the same thing within, you know, four or five days or a month, um, those are your guides trying to get through to you. Okay. So um, it, it really is that simple. But, again, we have free will. This is, this is my life. If I wanted to hang up right now and go to the airport and catch a flight to Japan, I could. There's nothing stopping me. Nobody would stop me. So that is free will, and they respect it. Right. Lorna, uh, Lorna Matthew, I want to check on some yes. of our callers and see who we have here. Okay. Nine for on you on kind of play a play. Hi, Tammy. Thank you for taking my call. Hi. I was just wanting to get, you know, a general reading with from my guides. I didn't have any specific question unless you need one. Um, well, I don't think we have time for a whole reading. Um, but um do you have a specific, and uh, I should add that uh, the way I connect with people's energy is just by their first name. So okay. is there something specific, an area of your life that you have a question about? Yes, I, I have a couple of questions. But one is, you know, going forward this week with my funding sources, I mean, where do I need to apply most of my energy? Wow. It feels like your energy is all over the place. Um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, um, right? It just feels a little bit scattered, Tammy. Um, yeah, it feels Would, like you're spread too thin at this point. Do you know what they're talking about? I do, but would it mean that I'm spread out all over the U.S.? You know, that's well, basically... Well, it's more of like it's, um, what they're suggesting is to prioritize, and it really okay. is when it's... It really is whatever you truly and deeply want, that should come first. Um, okay. Yeah, I feel like you're being pulled in a few different directions. Like, I don't know if you have a husband and kids or it just feels like, um, right, the demands. You have a lot of demands on you. That's how it feels energetically. Um, okay. And it's, it's it's kind of like it would be good to say to this person kindly, um, I'd like to, but no, I can't. <laughs> There's only so many hours in the day, you know. 
Uh, that's how it feels. Um, it, yeah, very broad. Like you have a lot of irons in the fire, and there's almost too many because there's not enough Tammy to go around. All right. Makes sense? Thank you, Tammy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thank you, thank Tammy. You. Bye, Tammy. <laughs> Okay, 631, you're on kind of play a play. Yes, hi. Thanks for taking my phone call. I'm Suzanne. I was just wondering what you see for my love life if you see someone coming in, a significant other. Suzanne, Suzanne, Suzanne. Um, They say, why so picky, Suzanne? Yeah, I'm not going to be anymore. Okay. You know, picky is not a bad thing, right? It depends to what degree. Um. I feel like you're really hard on yourself. Um, and they say, I mean, like, you're really, you're tough, you know, and there's nothing, it's good, you know, but it comes to a point where you kind of want to back off. Um, are you are you hard on yourself? Because that's how it's coming across. Well, I'm trying not to be anymore, and I'm opening up to people that I maybe wouldn't have dated, and I'm online and I'm talking to some, and I'm trying to be really open. So that's why mm-hmm. I think I'm going to meet someone. Okay, and so are do you have are you getting together? They ask with friends, and are you involved in the community? Different, um, you know. Well, I'm getting together with friends, but you know I've been with friends long enough. Now I want a boyfriend and maybe marriage. So I'm putting okay. it out there, and I'm not going to be so picky, and I'm going to get it. <laughs> okay, yeah, you are, and I should clarify. They're saying, in the way of friends, perhaps friends can introduce you. Well, they don't really know anybody. They're looking themselves. (laughs) Oh, well, it's a small field. Um, Yeah. um, yeah. Well, they might be looking at you, and you don't know it. What? Yeah. I said they might be looking at you, and you don't know it. No, they're women. I want a man. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I just feel like if you get... I mean, there's nothing wrong with online, but they're suggesting if you get involved in your local community, like what's happening locally, like do some, do a yoga class, do a meditation class, do, you know, whatever, you know, that pleases you. And that's how I feel like you're going to meet someone. It just feels really local. Well, I'm trying to meet people online. I'm not going to be that picky. So out of the four men I'm talking to, there's got to be one that likes me and I like them. I'm just not going to be picky at all. Oh, they, well, you got to be somewhat picky. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd have to be able to kiss them. That's about it. And if they have a job. Are they all, um, <laughs> and they're breathing, are yeah. they all local? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much, like where I live. Like we're doing 20 okay. minutes to a half an hour. Yeah. So um, they suggest that just, you know, you can invest um, just meeting for coffee. It doesn't have to be like dinner and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I, I feel like you need to go through a few of them to find a find a a good one. Um, yeah. What it, do you mean it, a good one? Well, a keeper. Yeah, a keeper. Um, well, yeah, no, you're right. I'm not going to be so picky. So if they're older or whatever it is, it's fine with me. Yeah, it's going to be sooner than you think. It's going to be in the next two to three months. Great. I'm not, well, call I'm us not back sure and let us you, know how it works out. Yeah. Okay, I will. <laughs> yeah, I will. Yeah. All right, thanks for calling. Thank you. Lorna, I, I want to ask a quick question um, before we take another call. How do you deal? How do you deal with people who don't believe in in 
what you do. I'm um, guessing most people don't come to you, but I'm curious what what how do you talk to people who say, I don't believe this kind of stuff. You know, I'm really fortunate because I really don't have any dealings with I mean, I know, you know, I just think, gosh, to each his own and um um that's okay. I'm I don't really deal with that many people who who I get that response from. Mm. Um I, I, you know, when I came out of the closet, the psychic closet, you know, um, I thought friends that I had known for 20 plus years would, would say exactly what you said. And, uh, nobody, nobody had that response. It was just a fear that I had. (laughs) And nobody said, everybody was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, and then we kind of went on with our friendship. So I'm lucky that way. So I, I have a question. I have, I use uh, periodically uh, a, a resource called Runes. You familiar with them? What's it called? Runes. R U N E S. The stones. The runes. Oh yes, yes. Thank you. Yes, uh-huh. I am. Uh huh. So I asked a question the other day about what was going to uh, an important question, and the answer I got was that it's time for me to uh, wait. And the fruits are going to come. The the good thing it was a really positive kind of message, mm-hmm. and I'm curious about what those fruits are. Right. What so, fruits? What fruits are on their way? So here's what here's how I work. So like when Tammy called and said, you know, do you see anything? So when someone asks a question like that, it's a good question, but I see energetically in my mind's eye, you, you, Matthew, as this huge, broad spectrum, almost like, let's say, a map of the United States, because we have so many different sections going on, so many things going on in our lives. We have, you know, life lessons, relationships, career. I mean, it just Mm -hmm. is endless. So that's why I always tell people if you could – narrow it down to a specific area of your life. Let's narrow it down to work. Okay. What fruits will come in for work. Right. And I I made some notes about you uh, before um, we started. Um, and it feels like um, I got a couple things. The podcast is a chance to play, uh, to play a different role than usually play. And then they mm-hmm. say, and then it's back to the boneyard, so to speak. And I don't know why they use that word. But, um, and they say, as far as that, you know, um, right, it really is nose to the grindstone, they add. Uh, they say, and it's better now, that is, you're not working quite as hard as you used to. And also, you are very uh, demanding of yourself but you're very good at what you do and very exacting. Um, gosh, I uh, the fruits of your labor. The only thing I get, Matthew, is that it's sort of like you've had the pedal to the metal like for a long, many, many, many years, and you finally mm-hmm. get to ease up on that pedal. And um, it's just you're just not – excuse the metaphor – driving being driven so hard 
Um, and I'm not sure why. That could just be your personality. But it just seems like there, and I also wrote there's time, more time to chill um, mm-hmm. and take it easy. Uh-huh. Um, and the first thing that came th- through for you was actually your mother. That was the first thing that came through. And, what about her? Um, I can't tell if she's still alive or if she's passed. I don't know if she knows that either. <laughs> is my she mom, still with my us? My mom is, uh, yes, she is. But she's uh, 97 and very yeah. close to the end. Right, very exactly. Close. And I, yeah, I wrote that, um, you know, I wrote a question mark. Mother is, is here still, but feeling her age um, is what uh, I wrote. Um, yeah. So that's really, yeah, that's really interesting. Um is she going uh, she, soon? Because I'm going to see her in about uh, a week or oh, two. Let me see. Gosh. <laughs> Sorry. They're funny sometimes. Not as soon as you think. Not as soon as you think. She's just. Oh, good. She's, she's not quite done yet. Um, yeah. She's so sharp. She's. I get that she's just very sharp. Um yeah, just not a lot gets by her. Do you know what they mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you have sisters. Is there, I feel like there's a family, um, at I least, do. If, if not around her, interacting with her. So I get sis- Yes, my sister takes out. care of her almost daily. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and uh, is that a good thing? Very dedicated to it. Oh, very dedicated to it. My sister's wonderful to my mom. That's very nice. Now your mom's very mom's very lucky. Well, thank you for that. Sure, she didn't think that she would live this long. By the way, she's like, holy cow. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Yes, she says things like, "How come the Lord doesn't take me? It's enough already." (laughs) Mm Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. I can uh, I can understand that. Did, did you research Lamont? She's too, thanks, she's too, thanks, she's too stubborn to go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take another caller, guys. Okay. Okay. At nine one six, you're on. Hi, thank you so much. My name is Wendy from Sacramento, and Hi, Wendy. I've been. Good afternoon. Nice to meet both of you, I promise. Um, I've been blessed. Um, I'm going to be 66 on July the 6th, and I've been offered a job in writing uh, from a very large uh, insurance company to be in their call center. And I start on July the 5th, which is the day before my birthday. I consider it my birthday present. And... um, I hope that things go extremely well and that they love me and keep me for at least four years. Um, and the training will be at their international, excuse me, it'll be at their Sunset Drive location. And then the training mm-hmm. is seven weeks. Um, and I'll work either in the same location or they'll move me to the international drive location. How do you think things are going to go? Will I be successful, and uh, will they like me and keep me? 
Well, they uh, say, Wendy, that the shoe is on the other foot, and you should be wondering if, you, if you're going to like them, um, actually. And they say that a little bit tongue-in-cheek. I think that um, what they're, I don't think, what they're saying is, is that you're going to move up the ladder so fast it will make your head spin. And wow. as far as the seven weeks of training, they say no. Um, you'll probably do four weeks because the whole thing will be rather juvenile to you. Um, I don't know if you have a knack for this or, or whatever, but um, you just really move through this like a knife through butter and just um, go very quickly up the ladder. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. So I don't know if you're in this industry or whatever, but whatever you've done in the past, it really pays off. The other thing as well, um, you can, you, you, I know you think you can't, but you can retire before you're 70 if you choose to. There, there are a couple of ways that perhaps you haven't looked at. So um, that is really your choice. Well, I, I wouldn't be able to make enough money on Social Security to retire right now. No way. And that's why I'm continuing to work at least four years minimum to build it up. Yeah, there's another resource out there. They say that you're not tapping. I don't know if it's old um, military or retirement or whatever. It's floating around in the atmosphere. There's just no. some other monies there. Or um, are you is your are you married? No, no, I've, I'm divorced twice, and um, so uh, wow. will I end up. So it sounds like you'll think I'll be extremely successful. and Extremely. And will they keep me um, at least four years and hopefully longer? Um, Right. And, again, you see the shoes on the other foot. Uh, They're very – they're lucky to have you. Yes, they are. um, Is the attitude. Um, They really are. And I see very quickly, like, you being the one who trains people. Um, it just it switches very quickly. Um, I don't again. I'm not sure why, but it, it's hugely successful. Well, I've got 15 years experience at a, at the largest vision insurance company in the United States, and I was considered world class. I won't go into detail on the air, but I've been out of work for almost two and a half years, and this job I'm thrilled about, and. Um, I, I do secretly. I feel like I'm overqualified for this job. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's what you're picking up. But I'm so thankful to have the job. And secretly, um, what I really want to do is to save people's jobs within the company. People that might be struggling with how do you de-escalate? How do you go into the portal and create a letter? Or how do I do this or that? And I would love. I have so much compassion for people, especially with their employment. I would love to be a keynote in helping to save people's jobs within this company. Well, let me let me tell you this before I get away from it is um, because the mindset of being out of work for two and a half years, it's you know you that it, that tends to beat anybody down. They they want to make sure you don't leave any money on the table. So don't forget to negotiate. Everything's negotiable, and I know you want the job. But you don't want to um, leave money on the table. You just want to make sure you 
you're not going to quite get what you're worth right now, but you will with this company. So just Great. keep that in mind. So will I? So it sounds like you're telling me that they will keep me at least four years. Yes. And will I end up staying at the location on Sunset? And it's Sunset and Sunrise is the address in Sacramento. Will Will I continue to stay at that location, or will they move me to the International Drive location? Is that that's still in the area, right? Yes. Um, yeah. You end up training in. Yeah, you oh. end up going back and forth to both of them. Lorna, I, I okay. want to just uh, keep moving here, see if we can get some more questions in. Okay. Thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate it. Thank, uh, thank you. you both. God bless. Thank I you, Wendy. You. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Matthew? Yes, sir. Uh, go ahead with your question. <laughs> go ahead. Oh Man. no! I was just wondering if somebody else had another. Oh had yeah, another yeah, question. yeah. We have a we we have a few yeah, more callers, man. Let me let let me let them yeah. in. Okay. Four one, you're on. Kind of play a play. Yes. Hi. Good afternoon to all of you. Hi. Hello. Um, my name is Fernanda, and I just wanted to see what my spirits guide have any messages for me. Tell me your name again. Sorry. Fernanda. Oh, with an F. Yes, ma'am. Well, um, they ask you, when are you going to start taking better care of your health? My health? Okay. Mm -hmm. I feel like you end up up taking care of everybody, Fernanda, uh, and then you are (laughs) the very, very last on the list, and they say it's a very big list. Do you know what they're talking mm-hmm. about? I guess kind of. Um, <laughs> I'm going through a rough situation right now. Me and my husband are separated, and he's actually in another relationship, a toxic one, but he had a major heart attack, and my concern is more on him right now, right. trying to get him help and trying to get him assistance so that he, so he can move out of this relationship. So my con- I, I'm not sleeping, worrying about his health. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so they want you to know that, um, you know, as far as his health goes, it's rather amazing that you're worried about his health, but you said he left the marriage because he's having an affair. Is that it? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So isn't that rather amazing that you, that you're that, you know, deeply caring, uh, for him as far as his health goes, um, it really is to a degree in his own hands. And then of course it's in somebody else's hands you know, Mm -hmm. like the creator. So um, there's no point in worrying, but this is kind of, you know, your personality because you do care so much about him. Um, I don't think that he's doing everything that he should. They say you know this as well as far as his health goes. Correct. It's not like he's, you know, on high alert and eating well and exercising. He's not doing any of these things. So, you you know, when you do that and your body gives you a stern warning like that, you get what you get. And I think that's, they say, what you're afraid of, um, you know, uh, yeah. right. He's just not doing what needs to be done. And the other, the, the fallout from this is that you're not taking care of yourself. 
That's what they're concerned mm-hmm. about. They'd like you to mm-hmm. take care of you. Okay. okay. Right? Did they have any message as far as, like, him, like, if he's going to be leaving this relationship anytime soon and getting some, even not just for health-wise, but mentally help because the situation that he's in? He feels very lost. He's, I don't mm-hmm. feel like he's very moment he this thing this thing with the relationship and everything else is snowballed and it just feels like a huge complicated web it feels very complicated it's Um, a very toxic relationship that he's in yeah and they say too you know the heart can only take so much this is you know a red flag so um Mm -hmm. i don't see i don't see that he has the clarity enough to reach out and say you know i'm pretty deep in it i don't see that um, okay. I just so even just making... walking away, uh, walking away from this relationship, so eventually could somehow later on in the future or something get help, but at least move away from this relationship. I don't. Uh, it may be in the future. I I'm not seeing that. Um, no. This I feel like this relationship will you know could potential to to really do damage. I mean, mm-hmm. how much more how much more damage does it need to do? They asked too. I mean, it's pretty. It, it has done a lot, a lot of damage in more ways than one. Yeah. So thank you, I, for Nan, Yeah, I don't see it changing. Really I'm sorry to say. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Lorna, I have a question for you. Yes. How do you deal with uh, – it's kind of interesting to me to listen to you interact with people because it sounds like the uh, the spirit guides – people ask questions, the spirit guides give, give responses or give responses, and then the person needs to be open to the message, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with it when they aren't? Um, well, unfortunately – they it's not to some extent it's not my responsibility um because either they're open or they're not um i will often say the same thing i'll repeat what the guides have said um in a different Mm. way so perhaps that person can understand it um and if they're not you know if they're not ready to hear it i learned a long time ago to they're just not there yet, you know, and it, it's yeah, it's it's not my fault, you know. It's not it doesn't have anything to do with me. It's not about me, you know. It's about help, trying to help them, but you know, some people aren't ready for help, so mm-hmm. you know, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Unfortunately, thank. You. I appreciate it. Thanks. Sure. Lamont, you want somebody else? If somebody else wants to ask a question. Oh uh, yeah, man! It, uh, the switchboard is lit up, man. We got a ton of people waiting in lines. I don't know. We might have to have Lorna back about nineteen more times. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Nineteen. Call eight five six. You're on. Hi, this is Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. So, You're welcome. So I would like to, yeah, I want to, because I know there's people in queue. Um, I wanted to know if you see me getting a job 
in either this month or next month. Hmm. And do you, what is children? I see children around you, Laura. Are you, have you worked with children? No, I never have. Well, um, I'm not sure if the the job that or career that you're wanting, are you sure that's what you want to do? Well, it's it's what I have a lot of experience doing. I've been doing it for a long time, and it's what I went to school for. That's what I'm most qualified in. I like it. I mean, I, I do well. I'm good at what I do. Why? What do right. you see? <laughs> well, you know, um, it's sort of like I've been doing it a long time. Please excuse the expression. This is like beating a dead horse. And <laughs> as a as a as a horse owner, I hate that expression, but I can't say it any other way. Um, so it's kind of like um, when are you going to get retooled or do what your heart's desire? I know it sounds kind of trite, or your passion, blah blah blah. You know, when are you going to do that? Because you have such great energy. You've got this kind of like bursting energy. Um, It's just this, you know, fantastic upbeat. Cup is always half full energy. Um, Have you thought about looking around, you know, getting that job, which you're going to get in about three weeks? And um, but but still, you know what? It's not going to fulfill you. It's going to, it is going to pay the bills. And then you go, okay, now what? Now what do I really want to do? I want to move to Italy and become a tour guide. You know, what is it that you really want to do? Because the guides always remind me, how much time do you think you have here anyway? Right? <laughs> well, I, um, I don't actually know, I guess, what my passion is. I know what I know that I love doing. I love lifting people up and helping them feel mm-hmm. good. I like getting rid of their fears and helping them. And so mm-hmm. I train people, and mm-hmm. a lot of times I like I like putting them their fears at ease, and, and I like it when the light bulb goes off and then mm-hmm. they feel comfortable and they know they've got this and that they're going mm-hmm. to succeed with what I'm teaching them. That's what yeah. I like. Okay. So if you look at it, you know, teachers, you being a teacher, you're almost like a nurse. I mean, there are about 200 different categories that you could apply that to and get reach your end result, which is the light bulb going on, and then you've been of service to them. So they just would like you to perhaps look into other areas where you can apply that same formula that you just said so well because you just, you know, in a little capsule, just, you know, you've got the the essence of what it is you do. So they're just suggesting that you perhaps look around um, and see a different way you can deliver the same message. So with children, I'm, I'm wondering what that – I'm not a – I'm not like a teacher that's certified in the public schools. I, I develop training in corporations, and sometimes I do stand-up training in the corporations. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering how the children come into play. Well, sometimes the children, the children might actually be your energy. You know, we always got to keep in mind that spirit speaks very metaphorically and we earthlings, we humans are very black and white. So, um, right. And so they say childlike energy. 
I just feel um, that you're very bubbly. So um, yeah. <laughs> don't get don't get yeah. stuck don't get stuck on the children and please continue to look around. Okay, Thank and you, you said that three weeks. That's three weeks coming. Yes. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah, so you don't have to. You can stop sitting by the phone. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you Thank very you, much. Try to catch one or two more real quick. One, 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 you're on. Thank you. Um, My name is Trish, and my question is, um, waiting for some renovation work to be completed uh, so I can move, and I was wondering what you were picking up around that. Well, I was going to first say when you said renovation work, I said, I thought, God help you. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Dealing with that. so it's interesting, Trish. Um, they want you to know that there's a synchronicity about this work that's being done, and um, it's right. And so this is sort of like being stuck in a traffic jam. You can do nothing about it, um, but there are bigger pictures at work here, and everything is sort of falling into place as it's supposed to. They hope that you're not. I don't get that you are too bent out of shape about this. Um, It feels like you sort of get upset about it and then you let it go. And then you kind of, you know, revisit that and let it go. Does that make sense? It does, but I would say I tend to be more on the upset part because it's cost Mm -hmm. me a considerable amount of money. Mm -hmm. And so you're waiting for the renovation to be done for what? So you can... No, I'm, the renovation has been halted by city red tape. Okay. And so what comes after the renovation? I'm going to move there. You're going to what? Sorry? I'm going to move there. It's currently not yeah. in a state where I can live in it. Well, who is babysitting this renovation? Me. It's my renovation. From a state away? No, I'm I'm it's it's probably thirty minutes from where I live. Okay. Okay. And is there a contractor that you're dealing with? There is. What's his name? Uh Nick. Okay. Um, a little bit too much in in Nick's face, yes. And he is a little bit um resentful so you may want to backpedal a little bit and catch more flies with honey rather than vinegar um he's being a little bit of a brat about it um and they don't mean to insult you or say that you know you know you've just been a little bit edgy you know and um yeah, if you can sort of sort of uh, smooth things over with Nick, things will go faster. Yeah, I don't I don't have any issues with him. I have issues mm-hmm. with the city. Right, and so it's it's um it's it's really not the city. Who's dealing with the city? Me. You, not Nick. Correct. I'm the owner. Okay. 
Well, there's still some ruffled feathers um, because the city is still, people run the city, they say. Um, you can't push any harder, Trish, than you're pushing. It's, it's going to go at, his, at its own pace, regardless of what you do. It's just that, um, to be blunt, you've kind of pissed some people off. And um, they just say, if you just kind of smooth it over, and are you right? Well, of course you're right. But that kind of doesn't matter because they're sort of holding up the show um, a little bit on purpose um, because of these ruffled feathers. Okay. This seems Thank to be too. kind of an old old issue. So um, I know it's a tough one. It's kind of a hard one to swallow, but, you know, you just kind of want to, wipe, want to smooth it over. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for calling, Thank Lamont, you, you gonna have any questions for me? Oh yeah, I know. Uh, I was gonna ask you. Am I as wonderful, intelligent, and sharp, and smart as intelligent, wonderful, as wise as I think I am? But I don't want you to answer that because I don't want my bubble bust. Wow, the humility. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Long. Yeah. Be quiet, Matthew. <laughs> Hush, I'm Matthew, before you even get started. I'm having a really hard time being quiet. I know you are, man, but listen, we have a couple more callers, man. If we can get them in, we only have a yeah, few more ahead. minutes. You see how he just got out of that, Matthew? I'm sorry? You see how he just got out of that? Yeah, he's no. sneaky. Like <laughs> you know, I want you to tell you. By him. He's like Mr. Secret. Hold on, hold on. Five oh nine, you don't kind of play a play. Hi, good afternoon. My name is Erica and I am from Washington State. I um I'm graduating next week. Um congratulations. Thank you. And I'm kinda looking forward to um making money. (laughs) So um I kind of wanted insight on that. I know that there's hundreds and thousands of jobs, um, you know, out there. And even if I have to work for a temp agency, I'm willing to do it because I really need the money. So, yeah, I feel like okay. I'm very here's, positive here's the, about it. So you're nothing wrong with the temp agency. Your guides would like you to think bigger. Are you um, absolutely sort of feet in the cement, want to stay in Washington? Yes, I do because, yeah, I do. <laughs> Until okay. I go to law so, school, yeah. Oh, oh okay. Um, so are you going to continue with law school when? Um, I'm hoping max two years. Um, it's going to be out of pocket, so I need to be able to have that, um, you know. Okay. What's gonna um, What's gonna happen is you. I really feel really strongly. That's why they asked if you're gonna want to stay. If you're insistent on staying in Washington, because there's an opportunity that's coming up, and it's like two states away. That's what they keep saying. So, well, that's pretty broad, right? It could be in any direction, but it is two <laughs> states away. And mm-hmm. so there's hundreds of thousands of jobs, and that's all fine and well. But you've got to figure out what it is you want. 
and how far you're willing to go for it. I feel mm-hmm. like you're being pushed to leave Washington State for this particular opportunity uh, because it seems to be in your highest good. They say this job that's going to come along is an opportunity within itself. It's sort of like college, but you will be getting a salary because it's a job, but it's just mm-hmm. an opportunity to learn a great deal. So if they, if you would just stay open to perhaps leaving Washington, they have another plan in mind. Of course, free will comes in, and you can stay in Washington. Um, are, is, are you in a small or medium-sized town? I'm in a college town, and I've been away yeah. from my hometown for four years um, getting my bachelor's. So I kind of okay. miss home. But um, if Where's home? In the Yakima Valley. Right. Okay. So um, I don't want to burst any bubbles, but um, you can stay in Yakima Valley. I'm familiar Mm -hmm. with it. But um, there is a much bigger, they say, fatter, juicier job. Okay. I'm convinced. (laughs) Yeah. How do I I find it? um, Well, first of all, you decide where you make a list. I want you to write it down. You decide where you will live, and then you decide some places that you just don't like and you will not live there. So figure out what your territory and what your boundaries are. Don't go, mm-hmm. don't let the job lead you like a carrot. You lead the job. You decide where you will go and then you start looking for jobs in that area. That's how that works. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I was thinking I was been I've been looking for legal positions. And there's a lot of, like, receptionist, um, secretary be, positions. Yeah. I know, and I was totally applying to them, but then I realized, like, you don't even need a high school diploma to be a receptionist now. And yeah, you're, shoot, so, you're, it's okay. you know? you're shooting, yeah, you're just shooting really low. And yeah. whenever, you, whenever you're going to do that, um, those doors will remain closed, um, thank goodness, because, you know, shoot higher. <laughs> Shoot what you yeah. do, what you want to go for, what you want to do, you know, have okay. some faith. Yeah. And just go for it. You have nothing to lose. All right. Good advice. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Good well, advice. thank you. Thank you, Erica. Great. Good Great. luck, hon. Yeah. Thanks. Have a good one. All right. Lorna, I'm going to jump in here. We have a, a couple minutes left, and I want to use this mm-hmm. for you. Tell our listeners how they can get in contact with you. Oh, Thank you. I was going to say something. Daniel. Um, the best way to get in touch with me is um, through my website. If you have any questions about what I do and how much I charge and all that kind of stuff, it's LornaAdams.com, and Lorna is L-O-R-N-A, and Adams, A-D-A-M-S, LornaAdams.com. And you can email me. You can call me. I'm in New Mexico. In Las Cruces, it's about an hour from El Paso, Texas. And um, I'm always happy to answer people's questions about before you get a reading, after a reading, and all of that. Uh, happy to help and do what I can. And Lorna, thank, thank you so much. Thank you so, so, so much, much for joining us. Thank you. you my anything, pleasure. If you have anything you want to say about Lamont, just text me and I'll tell him. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, look, I'm gonna call when I'm off the air so she can answer that question. <laughs> Nikki, Nikki, thank you. Hey, guys. for those 
Thank you. God bless thank you. you. Thank you. And for those who joined us late, please log into the site at blogtalkradio.com forward slash player, or you can get it on iTunes or um, worldmovement.com or wherever you get your podcast from. Just push in counter player play, and it sure will come up, and you can hear it from the very beginning. And we thank you very, very much, and Matthew and I will see you next week. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Head over to your local Sprint store and get the Samsung Galaxy S9 for 50% off with Sprint Flex Lease when you add a new line. It's loaded with great features, including Samsung's best camera ever. Visit Sprint.com Galaxy or call 1-800-SPRINT-1 today. Galaxy S9, $16.50 a month after $16.50 monthly credit. Applied within two bills for 18 months. If you cancel early, remaining balance due with approved credit and $30 activation fee. Restrictions apply.